Hi guys! Welcome back to another episode of She Dress. I'm your host, Athelia. And here's the top stories of the week. And here's your top stories in gaming. Oh my god, guys. Okay. Let's sit down. And let's get into it. This is going to be a, a big one. This is going to be a biggie. Okay. So should we get the, the award game out of the way? Or should we just get to the, the small things? That, that really wasn't that small, but wasn't as impactful as the gaming awards. Okay, let's start off with State of Play. This is Sony's direct and I'm just gonna talk about the highlights, okay? Resident Evil 3 is a thing. It leaked like it leaked well before the even after did it leak before the announcement of state of play i think it did um resident evil dream is i you know i never played the game i remember Cole veronica but Resident Evil 3, that's the nemesis. Well, this was back when it was just on PlayStation, like the original one, because it was titled Nemesis. It has... It's a remake. And they are going with the same aesthetics as the new Resident Evil 2. That they just made out. And I think they're going to have the same... Um, mechanics and whatnot and again how do uh, it looks fun it looks interesting I'm sure that it's going to do if better I mean good if not better than the remake of 2 and this was in it showed a bit of project resistance. And this is like a, a single, a separate single campaign in where you play as probably like four different characters. The way how it seems to me is that there is a side story and you are playing that side story and I think it's going to tie up with what happened behind the scenes while we were going through Resident Evil 2 and 3. So there's other perspectives that they're going to focus on. Um, it looks fun. That game should it's definitely coming out next year. Um that should be April third 
2020. Hmm. 2020 is gonna be so huge for gaming. Oh my god. Um Babylon Fall. Um they showed their first gameplay footage. That looks interesting. Predator Hunter Grounds, which will be releasing in on April 24, 2020. They finally got um Untitled Goose Game, such a phenomenon. I've not even played it because I think it's cute, but it's not for me. But a lot of people, like, you know, when it came out on the Switch, like, that was this huge thing about that game. Um, Dreams, well, that has a, has a release date, and that is February 14th. Spellbreak. Um, that is next year. But the only thing, like I said, the only thing that spoke to me was Resident Evil 3. And... Maybe Dreams? Now, you know they had that on Beta now, right? And clearly, you know, some of the creations which are good have spoken to the player base and enough people are doing it so they was like let's just release it now let's go into nintendo all right so you guys know last week we were talking about you know the release date of the state of play nintendo with they shady ass the day before they announced that they're doing the indies. I'm like, if the shade, I don't know who is working at their social medias, like, you know, crew over there, but that is shady to drop that information. And if I may say, the indies came out better. We finally got Dauntless. We got Dauntless day of, and I am enjoying it. I'm enjoying it very much. You got Golf Story 2. I may pick that up. I just may pick that up. That I I wasn't feeling Golf Story. Oh no, not Golf Story 2. It's Sports Story, but I was not really into Golf Story. But Sports Story, I'ma check that out. Cause it looks fun. Um Enox. Enox Verge gets a sequel. I think this is supposed to focus on what happened before the main game. But not much was revealed. And the guy, had, you know, the creator, he talked about it and mentioned that he's been working on this game secretly for four years so when he got finished with the first one he went right back into making it again that's why there was not a lot of press around him or the creators and whatnot because dude was like look if it hits it hits but what's going to happen is that i'm going to make sure that 
I got something to back this up. So I'm not mad at him about that. Um, what else stood out? The sale for it looks good. It kind of reminds me of, um, it's a low polygon selling game. It's, um, it's a, a lot of their indie games were procedurally generated maps or boards and whatnot. Um, where you can customize your ships and colors and weapons and, you know, go out and make war with other ships and try to become the king or queen of the seas. But like I said, I'm enjoying um, Dauntless. It looks good and it plays well on the Switch. Skateboard is coming to the Switch. However, that is coming very late. Very late in 2020 and either they have just got started on it and if they did just get started on it, you guys could have helped this one off. Like you didn't have to come in now. You could have came in like way closer to the date of the release. Oddworld Strangers Wrath. I don't know if you guys remember that was an Xbox 360 game. But um that's coming next month. You can pre-order that now. And there's so many there's so many games. Streets of Rage 4 looks good. That looks great. Um, you know what that did look like because it made me think to myself I'm like okay I need to pick that game up and that's just about it that spoke to me but there's a full list on the Nintendo website as well as you can go to Nintendo's um in Sony's YouTube page where they have all of the videos and announcements of each game in detail on their websites. Now, the meat and potatoes. Let's get into the Game Awards. What did I think about the awards? Okay. I did not pay as close as attention that I probably could have. I did like some of the announcements. Um, the one and the only the saving grace of the show was Microsoft for them. To come out and to plop it on the table and tell all of Sony fanboys in the line, suck it. 
the announcement of Xbox One Series X. That was guts. That was guts. And from now on, we're just gonna call it Xbox Sex because that's what it is. I did not imagine that they would announce it here. And I believe that there's going to be two models. And it looks, the way how it looks is the way Microsoft and Sony is heading into the next generation. And yes, they did call it a console, but I don't think it's a gaming console. I believe that it's a PC. I truly believe that it's a PC. Now, a PC could be a console, but the only reason why that they don't call it a console is because it has other components to it that that, that the um, system focuses on. It doesn't focus on just gaming. It focuses on multitasking and the like. So you guys know how you know your CPU, GPU and all that. I'm really not that tech savvy when it comes to describing what it does. It focuses on like it's just focusing on a lot of things in the background. On gaming consoles, it focuses on that game and the mechanics of making it look it its best. I like the aesthetics of this system and I'm excited and if they had the pre-order up I would have bought one. I'm not even going to lie to you, and uh, you guys, you guys hung out with me here for a long time, and I barely talk about Xbox. However, I love their features, whether it's a Game Pass, and whether it's, um, You know, their live service and stuff like that. They really have. But the way how I look at this, I said, okay. The reason why they made it look like a PC is because they have saw those numbers on Game Pass. And they was like, okay. There are one or two things we can do. We're already working with... Microsoft 10 which is on the PC so why don't we just bring this here and we're going to make it super powerful hold on let me get into the specs about this 12 teraflops of power they are looking to make sure that their games are in world class visuals 4k and this is on their website at 60 frames per second with the possibility up to 120 and it's also 8k 
compatible. I guess that's when he was talking about the series, because I believe that you can upgrade this system, and they're not dumb. Variable, refresh rate, um, they got Sin 2 next generation processors, RDNA architectures from AMD, ray tracing, VRS, variable rate shadings. The controller has a, it's, it's remodeled, it's remodeled to look more like the Elite, and it has a share button, and I think that they, they made it smaller, it stands about three of those controllers tall, the next generation SSD, look, when I saw this and then came to the website and saw what they had to offer, they drew a line in the sand. That's what Microsoft did. They drew a line in the sand. And so now, this forced Sony to show their hand. They're like, we're not playing with you anymore. You either show up or show out, or you just, you know, push your system back. I'm glad at how they did it. A lot of people are making memes and whatnot, and I expect them to because the majority of the people are PlayStation owners and PlayStation fans. So I got that. But as a gamer, I saw this and I said to myself, kudos to Xbox. Kudos to them. And it made me want to buy one. Because I like where they're going. I'm excited for what Sony has to offer. Next year is going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy. Then, then, they showed off a preview of their first exclusive games. Get into it. Um... Senior Sacrifice 2. Now, a lot of people were saying that it's CGI in most of it is. I'm not going to diminish it. However, um, he did say that the game is in-game engine. And I believe that it's going to be because, you know, what they did with the PS4 and the Xbox One X, how they made that game, the first one, how they made that game look, they really are going to do, they are really going to kick butt when it comes to, you know, what they're going to do with that game and how it's going to look. The mechanics, that game was really good. It was really good. I just loved how they were just so important to do it. And on the Video Game Awards, nonetheless, that stood out to me. What else stood out to me? Um, 
I like that um, Dungeons and Dragons is getting an expansion. I like that um, No More Heroes to me was officially announced. We always knew it was going to come, but it's first gameplay. Not gameplay, but first major trailer for it is announced. I like it. I like it. Um, Game of the Year, which is Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice. That, I'm glad that they won. I thought for a second that they was going to give it to Death Stranding, and I was going to be livid if they did. But I'm glad that they got it, because even though I have not played it, I've heard nothing but great things about that game. If it was me personally, like I said, I would have personally chose uh, Smash Brothers or The Outer Worlds. Um, best game direction, they did give it to Death Stranding. Now it's cute. Uh, best narrative, Disco Elysium. I need to play that game. Um, control for bar- for best art direction. Mads McKillison, um, he won for the best performance. I told you guys he's gonna get that because whenever he was on the screen in that game, this is Death Stranding. Like he commanded it. Like he commanded your attention. And don't get me wrong, Norman's readers. I think the worst thing that he did, and this is like me going off on a tangent, but here it is. Norman's readers, I believe, is a great, a good actor, not great. If he wants to expand his scope, he has to cut his hair. He has to cut his hair. And furthermore, it's 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 really off punny that even though he looked clean, he looked messy. Like he just he has a he has a he has a kind of you know, you don't you see those country bumpkin guys? You know those country bumpkin guys. And there's I love them. Actually I wanna be one of them. Um but he has that look. And like if you give him a good haircut, I think he's a whole different person. Like a whole different bad boy. I'm sorry. I just went off an attention there. Let's get back into gaming. Um, Gris won for um, games for Impact, best ongoing games, Fortnite. Now, guys, on the 14th, Fortnite is doing something special. And, yes, League of Legends is good. They also won for, you know, best community um, esports and whatnot. I could say this about... Fortnite and 
I am so happy that they are getting the love that they they are getting and whatnot. Because again, you guys remember it was Battlegrounds Unknown. Players Unknown Battleground. Um and it was Call of Duty. And here comes this little game. Out of the blue. Yes, it was free. And um just dominated, just dominated the whole thing. I like that they continue to break the the norm of this game. They continue to innovate and continue to add something fresh to this game. This is Fortnite. Again, I am not a big first-person shooting game. I'm really not. I have over 500 hours in this game alone. And the reason why that I continue to play this game it's because I know that there's something fresh every season. Every season, there's something fresh. So, kudos to them for winning. They deserve it. They really did. They're doing something with Star Wars. And they are actually encouraging people to show up at a specific time to drop in the game and you get a free item from Star Wars. Stop playing. Get into it. Get into it. Um. No, I'm sorry. That was. I said that it was um. Community support for um. What was that game again? League of Legends. No. Destiny 2 won the community support. Um, and you know what? Apex Legends. That was a nice showing. They got some new features and um they got um some new skins for the holiday season. So um go try to try that out. What else? stood out to me. Um, Luigi's Mansion 3 was Nintendo's best family game and to show up and show out, yes, Fire Emblem's Three Houses won best strategy game and fan voted game this year. I don't know how that game did not make game of the year. I really don't know how it didn't make it because that's, it was an amazing game. It was fun and the music, though, if it was up to me, I personally would have gave it to Astro Chain. That music in that game was something else. Ghost of Shusima, um, yes, they had a preview at um, State of Play, but, um, the full trailer for that shows up at the Game Awards. Looks interesting. It looks interesting. And um, 
It looks so good. And surprisingly, yes, it is coming out for the PS4, but I bet you a million dollars that that game is going to be a PS5 launch game. You can count on that. Uh, Wolf Among Us 2 was revealed. Um, Child, listen. Hold on. We're going to come back to that debacle at the end. Um, Godfall, that was PlayStation 5 first trailer. Um, first game. It's coming to the PC too. Peep what I said. I'm telling you guys, a lot of these games are coming to the PC. Because, um, they are driving more and more rumors about, um, Horizon coming to the PC because I believe that's what it's going to go. These next consoles, quote-unquote consoles, will be PC-based. I mean, they always have been, but you know what I mean. They're going to be spreading that to the PC realm. Bravely Default 2 was announced. Um, Magic Legends. I can't wait for that to show up. That is our MMO set. And the, oh my God, that beta test in 2020, get into it. I am going to be there. I love magic. Um, Dark Alliance. That's that game that I was talking about that, um, that is the successor of, um, Escape Dark Alliance. That looks interesting. Um, Prologue, a new player unknown game. It's it didn't really show nothing, but um, we'll see what it's gonna be about. We'll get more about that. Um, next year son of for sons of the forest that looks interesting it's gonna be a survival horror game i imagine apple arcade they showed up a couple of their um mini games that will be on their platform blade point Naraka Blade Point that will be sh- coming out in 2020. Mortal Kombat 11 Shocker has a release date which is in January. I don't know why. Um, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 is still alive and kicking. They are really behind that game. And the Rise of Phoenix hits the 23rd of this month. Final Fantasy 7. They had a trainer there. Gears Tactics. Um, that will be showing up next um year. It has a lovely state in April. Ori, which is an Xbox exclusive. That will be coming out March 11, 2020. Apex Legends, you guys, we talked about that in um, 
Cyberpunk 2077, they didn't have no gameplay to show. However, they did have a behind the scenes about what is going to be happening with their music section. And if I may say that I know that this game is going to be incredible because of the music alone. I'm so excited about this game. You can bet I'm not going to buy it on a PS4 and I'm not going to buy it on... I'm definitely going to buy it for the next generation because I know that's where it's going to shine. Wow, just to think, 2020 is going to be incredible. Incredible. You know, and those was the... Yeah, that's pretty much the game that stood out to me. Now, like a lot of people were, you know, looking for Nintendo to be dropping like major news or major, you know, announcements and whatnot. But... I think by it being so close to uh, Nintendo's Direct, Nintendo was like, we ain't gonna drop nothing here. We got our own thing that's coming. And you know, that's sometime next month and the next year because they like to get out and let you know what's coming next year so that you can uh, plan ahead. much so much I hope you guys enjoyed the show like I said it was it had its high moments the highest moments of the show for me was the announcement of Xbox Series X or sex that game that console I'm excited I'm ready to buy it I'm excited. I'm ready to see what they have to offer. Right now, Microsoft is... They they, they graciously put their name back in the pot and said, I am not one you want to mess with. They've learned their lessons from Xbox One and their rollout. Let's see what Sony has to do. You're up next, girl. And those were your top stories in gaming. Oh, and I know that I slipped my mind about that next need for speed. Not need for speed. I am so sorry. Oh, please forgive me for even linking you to that game. That Vin Diesel and Rodriguez girl, and they showing off that Fast and Furious game, complete garbage. That's why I forgot it. It's garbage. And that's that's it. That's it.
and here's your top stories in pop culture. So, there's been a lot of mess that has been going on in the music industry. Let's start off with this Lizzo thing. Okay, Lizzo went to the Lakers game. And where she was wearing a shirt that had the her buttocks exposed. Now everybody knows that Lizzo is a big girl and she is all about body positivity. She wants you to love you for the way that you are and she is not, she doesn't give a damn about what you may think how she should be and what she should not be doing. So she goes to this game, right? And she's having fun. She is having fun. She is getting her light. She twerks in this outfit. And a lot of people ran to Twitter and said, Oh my God. She should not be be doing that. She should not be behaving like that. Who does she think she is? This is a family event and it's very unbecoming of her to be doing this. Mind you, that she was dancing while the cheerleaders who were wearing less we're doing the same thing. And you guys got upset about her. Not you guys, because you guys are mature. But the internet and Twitter came for her. Listen. She did it because she wanted to. She didn't do it to get a rise out of no one. That is their prejudice and just meanness to this woman. Lizzo, give your life. Get your life. Because if these heifers, and yes, I'm calling you out, honey. If these heifers can go on Instagram on these videos and show their behind out because they are giving people, young women and for some girls, guys, I mean, <laughs> um, a false idea of what a woman's body looks like. And yes, there are not a lot of women who look like Lizzo, but there are definitely not a lot of women that look like these influencers. You guys are going above and beyond to achieve a body in which you 
surgically have altered or you know the only way they did is achieve through extreme measures but you want to come for her for being happy in her skin I mean yeah she's a big girl but apparently she's healthy she's not out of breath she is performing and doing the doing the same as anyone else in the music industry, especially females, are doing. She is showing up and showing out. Screw them. I'm happy that you did it, and I'm happy that you have no apologies behind it. Get into it. Now, for this other guy, I don't even know this man, but uh, clearly he was a dancer. Hold on, let me look this guy up because this doesn't make no sense. OT Genesis. I don't know if you guys know him, but there's this, I think that there's a, um, oh, Crip. He's a, he's a famous Crip dancer, and he made Keisha Cole's love child. There are bad singers that we have in our lifetime. The latest one was JJ Fish. I don't know if you guys remember him, but cringe worthy. This man named JJ Fish seemed like a professional. I just, I. I could not take him seriously, okay? I couldn't take him seriously. As a matter of fact, I felt offended when I heard it the first time. I said, no, that is not real. Do you know that they done put this young man on a stage? And I said, y'all are wrong for that because you know you are making fun of him. You don't like someone who sings like that. You are making fun of him. Now, is he a great dancer? Um... I'm sure. And yes, he came up through hard times. He was raised in Long Beach, California. You know how hard it is down there. Um, this dude why y'all doing this to him? Why y'all doing this to him? I'm not even gonna... I probably didn't even mention them. But it was so funny. Just go look at the video, love. It's... You'll get it. You'll get it. And we're gonna get off of him. Because, oof. Child. Um, Nick Cannon and Eminem are going at it. Eminem was on some feature of some rapper and he mentioned something about Mariah Carey and what's his name again? Nick Cannon came out with a diss album not album but a song 
titled um, The Invitation. The song that Eminem is on was, is with Fat Joe. And that song is called... Um, hold on, guys. Lord Above. I heard both of them. Both. <laughs> I heard both of them. And, um, I gotta admit, I kind of like Nick's. I did. I, I did. I, I thought that it was witty. I thought it was funny. It didn't have no bars. No, God, no. Nick is not that talented when it comes to music. Nick is talented as far as finding and creating talent. But he came out and Eminem, it was, it wasn't to be taken seriously, okay? But you know Nicholas, he is always trying to make a name for himself. You know, he has a new TV show. Not a TV show, he has wilded out, but he has a new radio show. And so he's trying to, you know, bring, you know, audience to that part. So I, I see you, Nick. I see you, Nicholas. However, um, Eminem ran back to Twitter and said um, he owes him a. He says, "Ooh, verbatim." He says, "You mad, bro? Stop lying on my dick. I never even had a chauffeur. You bougie fuck." And he told Nicholas that he demanded an apology. And he made his gardener so jealous. I don't know why. His gardener would be jealous about that. But, um, it was funny. It was cute. You know, it came in and went. Now, let's get into this shitty mess of the Golden Globes. They had announced. The nominees for this year Golden Globes. I am not watching the Golden Globes at all. And I'm going to tell you why. Number one. The fact that you guys did not nominate Lupita Nyong'o for us. For that role that she played. Shame on you. You didn't nominate Zendaya? For her role in Euphoria, shame on you. And you bastards, you bastards didn't even nominate when they see us the most. That movie, that miniseries changed lives. It has such a profound impact on the way we look at how this legal system is and how they treat its citizens or some of them. But you're going to put that bullshit, the wedding story in. Now, don't get me wrong. The wedding story was cute. It was great acting. 
not from, but for Adam Driver and Scarlett Johansson. But it was a carbon copy of Revolutionary Road. Watch them side by side. It's a good showing for them, not from them, because Scarlett Johansson, let me come, let me get you together, okay, Miss Thing? You are nothing but a pretty face with big titties. That's all you are. Every role that you play, you do not dis- you do not disappear in the role that you play in. And the reason why people don't take you seriously as an actress, because see, you are nothing but a pretty face. Every role that you played in, even when you try to play that movie Skin, when you dyed your hair black and you tried to disappear within that role, you couldn't even disappear in that because everyone only knows you because you are a gorgeous woman and it's no shade because you can't help that you're gorgeous but this movie did not deserve to get as much as recognition that it did we've seen this trope before Zendaya was incredible incredible in euphoria I did not know this young lady until I saw this show not saying I've seen her in things I'm saying I didn't know her her character was so believable it's like it made you go and ask your kids what's going on You bastards. You bastards didn't even... Regina King for The Watchmen? I don't know if you guys have been watching that. That show is phenomenal. It's on HBO. It comes on every Sunday. And get into it. That show has so many undertones that it's about what's going on today. Shut up. Then they didn't want to... What is wrong with these people? I'm not watching. I'm not watching. I'm sorry. That shit pissed me off. I love TV and I love movies. Love, love, love movies. But what they got nominated? Fuck off. I don't need to watch that shit. And I'm not keeping for... You know, oh my gosh, she should be inclusive because everyone's inclusive. They don't have no female fucking um, directors um, nominated. And it's not about a black and a white thing. But my God, this bullshit that they... Midsummer, the actress in Midsummer didn't even get nominated. It's like... It's, it's always the same. Okay, we give you or you know what not you know a few um a 
few nominations and stuff like that. And then the next following year, it's like, oh my God, it's almost just like no black people or no uh, people of color um, acted. Us? Come on, guys. I have never seen anyone act in a horror film like that. Like Lupita Nyong'o and Rand. Are you kidding me? Scarlett Johansson and Adam Driver. Sweetheart, we... Adam. Okay. Is that how y'all gonna get down? Like I said, I'm not watching it. And that's all I gotta say about the matter. I'm not gonna talk about it no more because I'm just that fucking pissed off. This is supposed to be about excellence, not about popularity. That's why the Grammys have gone to waste. Now, in the SAG Awards, um, Lupita Nyong'o is getting recognized. I'm thankful for that. I mean, she's just a phenomenal actress. I mean, come off of it, guys. Do better. And those were your top stories in pop culture. It looks like this is the end of this week's podcast. Thanks for hanging out and listening to another episode of Cheap Thrills. I'm your host, Etheria, and I hope to see you again next week. If you'd like to reach us via email, you can contact us at cheapthrillspodcast01 at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at cheapthrillspodcast01. 